And a money dealer. <laughs> he deals money. I tell you something, I've made a lot of swindlers in my life. <laughs> but I sold money, and I was a legitimate man while doing it. I did detransition soon after, but... <laughs> was a legitimate man. <laughs> It's on like Monkey Kong. Today's episode brought to you by Monkey Kong. <laughs> it's on like Goku's alter ego, his drag queen fixation alter ego time name, Monkey Kong. I think Freud would I'm have just... a field day with your mind. <laughs> Freud can get fucked. And he did. <laughs> Not. He's the original incel. Didn't he have a wife? Friends, I want to tell you tonight. <laughs> I'm in love with a man. Me and Paula, my wife, we're in love with the same man. His name is Jesus, and he's a pool boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should get the episode started. I think this episode's gonna not make any fucking sense. It's gonna be just completely off the rails. (laughs) Well, that's what the cocaine's for, for those rails. to Gohan or Go Home. I am Sonic Fox, the triple K is for the Cool Kids Club, and alongside me is Tails from Tails Gets Trolled. How are we? Worse now that you mentioned that comic. That's, um, hmm, this is going to need a lot of editing. (laughs) This is going to need a lot of editing, which I don't like because I, uh, we have recorded this late and it's going to be released late, therefore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, true. Tails gets trolled as uh, um, a masterpiece. I was I was gonna in some way relate it to this experience, but I think that it's just so off the rails that you can't really compare it to Dragon Ball. Like this is tame by comparison. What if Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff were unironic? I hear you asking. The answer is Tails gets trolled. How do you know what Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff is? How do you not? No, I do. What? So do I. Conversation is over. Anyway. Do you? What? Okay, elaborate. What? Tell me about Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. I am not going to tell you about this. Only because you don't know. No, because all of the answers involve me talking about TV tropes. Why is it on TV tropes? What has that got to do with it? Well, because that's how I've learned about all media. That's how I've learned about anything. It's not, it's I haven't seen anything. It's nothing to do anything. with TV. It goes beyond television. It's beyond television. Free your mind. Free your skin. Tis Homestuck, free your skin. <laughs> Homestuck, take your brain out of your skull. Yeah, just take, just throw it on, on the on the ground. Homestuck, get the Sila treatment. Yeah, I'd let Zachary Quinto cut my brain open with his mind palace. Okay, that's a weirdly specific fetish, but we're gonna move on. I feel like. No, it's uh, it was the page image for stylistic suck for a while. Oh, what? Which is a trope where you are deliberately doing something where it's meant to be read as bad, badly oh, yeah. done, or executed. And oh, it's oftentimes okay. a show within a show has stylistic suck. Yeah, okay, that 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 does make sense. I'm just rolling back through my brain of like all of the bullshit online comics I've read now. This is wild. We can't revert you to an earlier version, I'm afraid. We can't, I don't think we want to. I don't think we want to. I read so much of Homestuck. What was that? What happened there? I haven't read it and I cannot answer. I did like a cosplay from that. Wow, okay. 
Anyway. I remember somebody, it was either you or somebody else who did art in uh, one of the groups that would meet at your house where they were talking about like alternate uh, versions of trolls that they'd drawn or something like that. Which that would have been Luca, probably. Probably. And they were just showing like all of these, uh, I don't know, what's it called? OC original characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that thing is. Yeah, that's what that thing that's is. What no, that thing it wasn't is. me. I never made Homestuck OCs. I just like read it because all my friends were into it, and then I'm, like we go to like the Armageddon Comic Con thing, and I dressed up as one of the characters a couple times. Should I tell you about the time that I almost made a Dragon Ball Dojin? Almost. Almost. How close is almost? Is almost like mostly finished? (laughs) (laughs) Is almost like you made it and then you chickened out of showing anyone? So, so we're starting off sentences with so because I'm kind of (laughs) embarrassed. Anyway, um, this is my my immortal. Uh, this is your Tales Gets Trolled. This is my Tales Gets Trolled. I was never interested in fanfic. I kind of am still not, so I don't know why I did this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what possessed me, but I read the Dragon Ball comic, and I'd never read it before. I'd seen the and show, bits and pieces of the show when I was a kid. And there is a section... Actually, no. I think it's at some point the, the scanlations, the fan translation stopped and I didn't have an official version and so I had to uh, watch the, the show from the Z portion, basically. Um, and the, there's a certain point in the show where it sort of makes sense and I was like, it's so dissatisfying that there is a time jump of a long time and there are all of these character threads where you could do some really interesting things with a particular character who never reaches their full potential as what they could be. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, this is this needs justice. What happens in that time period? What happens in what's not shown in the show where during the time where they're, you know, things are happening, they're growing up and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, there's this big emotional weight on them that you could create some really interesting story out of. And so I just kind of wrote a scenario for it. And then one time at a summer camp, I was very bored and I had all of my art materials. And so I just decided to do the first page. And I was like, hey, this is kind of like crack. And then I kept on doing Dragon it. Ball. It's and like crack. Dragon Ball. It's like crack. Well, fan fiction. It's like crack. And I started doing a couple of... I started doing more of it. And then I started developing all of it. And then I started creating storyboards for, like, multiple chapters ahead. Um, but not, like, the in-between stuff because I couldn't be bothered. And so I was like, this is what the climax is kind of like. You know, all these threads come together. And I hadn't actually done any of the threads. Mm. Um, but as for the actual Genko, the manuscript, not very many. Maybe, like, five pages at most. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I almost made one. And it took me, like, a couple of years to get through that much <laughs> stuff. It was just I would remember it and I'd be like, I still want to tell this story. And then I'd kind of go to it and then stop being bothered. That's you. That's dangerous because your art quality is going to jump wildly when you come back to so it. It got so much better between every page. <laughs> I learned things while doing a page as well, yeah. and so the first one is just like horrible, and then the last one is like this kind of looks like Dragon Ball. Yeah, I so. had a I had a notebook in high school, and I did a comic in it, and it ended up quite long. Um, and it was about a skeleton and a ghost to a friend. Um, that's but it. It, you too had read Skullduggery Pleasant. Yeah, it was. It, there was I think it referenced Skullduggery Pleasant in it. Ooh. Um, I met the author. He was cool. Uh, Derek Mindy seems like he'd either be cool or like a British pedophile, so yeah. No, he was Irish and cool. Oh, he's Irish. Yeah. Why aren't they all Irish? Owen Colfer, Derek Landy. Yeah. No, he was a cool guy. The other ones. <laughs> this is like the peak, like, 
fucking quirky, like I don't even know what. Oh, of course, it's set in Ireland, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know what vibe I was on. Just like whatever embarrassing teenager vibe there was at the time. This is probably while I was still reading Homestuck. I think they sell those at Peaches and Cream. <sighs> Continue. Would you like me to get mine out? The fanfic. The fanfic. <laughs> that could have been very fun. <laughs> if I hadn't caught myself. <laughs> Catch myself all the time with it. Anyway. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fish around you for just, it. We're gonna pull. You, you, uh, just stop. Just stop. Wait, I was telling a fun story about how I was an embarrassing teenager, and I met Derek Landy, and we, me and my friend, drew mustaches on our fingers, and then we said, "Mustache powers activate," and like held them up, and he was like, "Oh, you guys are weird. I like it." And then Aww. he signed a bunch of books for us. He was a cool dude. You made it into a weird, gross joke. That is Why a delightful and that? charming story, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you're always fucking derailing my my delightful, charming stories with your with your fucking gross jokes. I'm sorry, but not as sorry as I am for this. I think there's going to be the storyboard probably in this one. Oh, there's a villain character. I love that. Speedos. Speedos. I used to read a comic called uh, Gunnaker Court, which had some ah, cool I know that. You know that? Ah, that's fun. I haven't read it, but I know of it because of TV tropes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Features? Are you joking? Where on TV tropes? None of these are TV. This is what it was, and it starts off really bad, and then, like, the final one is kind of, like, not nearly as bad, I think, so, like, the last couple kind of look more like the proper comic. That's true. Sorry, you should tell nicer stories so that... I mean, more nice stories so that I don't have to fill this with whatever that is. Literally no one asked you to do that. <laughs> I just had a wave of being like, that's a real thing, right? I That was real. And nostalgia. And also trying to prove to myself that it was something that I actually did. Yeah, well, it looks like you actually did do that. So that's... It's wild. Mm. I won't show you any of the earlier things because they're really bad. But... I would like to see it. <laughs> I mean, I keep them because I'm like, wow, I really sucked. And I knew that I did, but I, you, don't, you don't know how to get better until you just do something, right? That's true. So I just had to do the stuff. So I don't think it's worth letting other people see it, but it's worth me. Because when I look at it, I'm like, wow, oh, I feel like I suck. But then if I look at that, I'm like, I sucked more. I do have somewhere some of my real shitty art yeah. from when I was learning how to do art. It's good to keep for yourself. It's not good to show other people. I think it can be good to show other people if they don't believe in improvement. A lot of people don't, you know, and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, art, you know, you just have the talent. You have the juice. And it's like, no, dude, I fucking drew every single day for like 16 years. I can't believe you got the Gattaca treatment. Yeah, it's like, it's not a gift. I was real bored in class all of the time, and I drew a lot of bullshit over my school books, and that's why I'm good at art and bad at smart. Uh, but, like, I do have old things that are not very good that would be fun to show, but and they're not here, I don't think. I think they're at my dad's house. Hmm. Why is Gunnar Krug caught on TV tropes? Why not? Because it's a comic. Why, why would it not be on TV tropes? Because it's not TV! Everything is on TV. If it has tropes, it's on TV tropes. Radio, TV tropes. Theatre, on TV tropes. It says TV in it. Webcomics, on TV tropes. Well, yes, because it began with that, but That's tropes bullshit. extend beyond television. No, put the tropes back in the box. Western animation, anime, manga, 
it has Ugh. gosh, it has pinball machines because they contain tropes. Just want to get like an audio snip of you saying, "Gosh, it has pinball machines," and like remix that over a sick beat. <laughs> <laughs> gosh, it has pinball machines. Rick, Rick, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I heard um, when I was driving from the supermarket today. I heard a like house music mix that had like most of Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech in it. That I have like some mm, questions. That w- that feels like it could potentially be cool, but also really bad. Mm. But also, why would you choose the "I Have a Dream" speech? That's kind of it's it's stirring in a generic way. And you recognize that the product of it, or like it was the product of the time of the culmination of this kind of, you know, long march mm-hmm. um, Washington, 1963, was very late in the game for the civil rights movement. And in some ways a kind of zenith. But at the same time, he has so many good speeches that are not that, that mm. are better to tell a particular incisive message. Because I have a dream is really generic, right? It's like... So when it's house music, I think stirring in a generic way is exactly what they're going for. <laughs> I don't like that. I think it should be pointed. I think it should be like the drum major instinct or something like that, you know? The what? The drum major instinct. The drum major instinct? Ah, it's such a good speech. I wish we could find a copy of it, but uh, unfortunately the King family sucks ass (laughs) and they have everything under copyright and they charge you so much money. But you know, they let, uh, what was it, Dodge Ram, you know, buy it for the right price? Yeah. That's the speech that they used. And in the same speech, he's like, you know, you'll have the advertising telling you that to be, you know, you've got to be this lovely to be loved and use makeup and you've got to buy this car and you're not going to be good or, you know, Mm. it's really quite good. Um, Also, the I have been to the mountaintop speech is really good. That was the last one that he gave, I think, in Memphis. just talking about his holiday in Swiss Alps. (laughs) It's like, one time I went to Switzerland, I've been to the mountaintop. (laughs) I've been there. It was nice. No, but what's really good about it is that he's like, I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen the promised land and I may not get there with you, but, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. And he makes a direct analogy with uh, uh, Moses and um, Aaron. Not Aaron. Who am I thinking of? Joshua. Moses and Joshua. Um, And he died, like, maybe the next day, I think. So... It's a good thing to tell people that, like, just because I'm not going to be here doesn't mean you give up fighting, basically. Cool. Should we talk about Dragon Ball? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not a podcast about Martin Luther King Jr. and about... I'm so sidetracked. This is, like, half an hour of just, Oracles like, oh, of our time. this thing that I made. I think we used up, like, all of the comedy juice before we started doing the show. Do not say that. Never say that. First of all, first of all, don't undersell. Always oversell. Because even if people are disappointed, they think there's something wrong with them for not getting the jokes. And secondly, because I have the juice. I always have the juice. I got the juice, baby. I don't know if you can really, like, one-up E.T. Pouring up. <laughs> but the, we might have like kind of peaked there a little bit. It's such a it's such a brilliant concept to just have ET and then a two syllable thing, and it's just like ET with one finger typing in ET porn hub, like ET anti. What if ET was a sex pervert? What if ET Black Mirror? What if ET was a sex pervert? What if your mum was your dog? And that dog was a Russian spy. <laughs> the Russian spy was a computer. But you were a computer all along. Westworld. <laughs> what, what if your mum was a Furby? <laughs> what if I was Dizzy Rascal? 
Some you... people think I'm bonkers. But I'm just a computer. <laughs> I've been speaking to you pretty much since the pullout of that random, like, the fallen Darnitis in episode 14. She's got the lupus. I've just been like, oh, friends, I want to tell you, there's a stone in my loins of the Holy Spirit tonight. <laughs> like... <laughs> around the kitchen and stuff. <laughs> the flatmates will just walk in and I'll be like, Jesus wants to reach down and touch you. Like, <laughs> and they just get out the margarine, spread the toast and slowly walk out. Just completely blanking you. They're like, <laughs> like a ghost. I think I'm the only one who can see you. This is some fucking sixth sense situation. I've completely... Okay, let's get into the chapters. <laughs> I've completely forgotten what happened in this. Um, Goku is Monkey Kong. Goku is Monkey Kong, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chun has done the Pikachu uh, electroshock attack, mm-hmm. and Goku was being was writhing up in the air like it was in the Emperor's arc beams. and um, The Emperor's arc beams? Yeah, you know... The Emperor's fat, swinging, natural lightning beats. You know. <laughs> Palpatine does a bit of DJing on the weekend. Fucking word association bullshit. Uh, I'm not playing charades here. I'm going to move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> Neither of us took notes. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's, he's Goku is flying in the air and he's like, um, he'd, he's looked at the full moon. And so, of course, he's, oh, no I need notes and this is why because I forget what we always say as we read the chapters okay we read the chapters we read the chapters 51 to 53 right which was basically the Jackie Chun arc continues the fight continues the final match it's been I think it lasts something like six six chapters if you're following along anyway Goku had seen the full moon and so he is a great ape I mean, he's a very great ape. He's a very great ape. He's gone all King Kong. He's, <laughs> he's a in, great ape, great ape. He's in the middle of the lightning ball in the sky, being lightninged, and then of course he breaks out of it, and then everyone's like, "What?" And I don't know, he like, like breaks out of it so much as Jackie Chan just drops him in shock. Yeah. Oh, in shock. Very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they're all like, "What are we going to do?" Basically, they're stuffed. Mm-hmm. I think is kind of the implication, and. It, there's a kind of a lot of kerfuffle and there's a back and forth with all the characters because they're all like reacting to it and Jackie Chun is like I did not know he could do that Kirin is like I did not know he could do that and all mm-hmm. the people who we've seen in the Hunt for the Dragon Ball arc they all did know that he could do that and so Yamcha's like quickly nurse scissors um <laughs> Or, like, turn into a sword, basically, he says. Yeah, well, he, he, he starts, like, plotting how to fix this issue because yeah. Goku's, like, immediately running around smashing shit. And we get a panel of... like, th- rips off the roof of, like, one of the buildings and, like, throws it away. People are scrambling. Yeah. Kuririn comes down he's like, oh, Goku, stop doing this technique. Someone's gonna get hurt. And Goku, like, um... Yamcha comes over and says, it's not a technique. That's no technique. He looked at the moon and he just turned into a big monkey. It happens sometimes. Don't worry about it. Listen, I know you've known him for a while, but uh, you just don't like really know who he is like on the inside. It's not like me. Sometimes you think you know someone and you just don't. Um, inside you are two wolves. One of those wolves is an ape. <laughs> 
And so Kuririn goes, he's like, oh, don't do this, Goku. Don't. You're going to hurt people. Everyone's running scared. And then Yamcha goes, that's no moon. Goku, don't do giant monkey techniques. Your friend isn't in there. You're going to have to shoot him in the head like it's a zombie movie. Jackie Chun's also like, oh, what the fuck? Well, Jackie Chun has this thing where Yamcha is preparing to be like, turn into a sword. But Jackie Chun has this panel and in his head he thinks... I'm the only person who can stop this, which we know mm. is not true. Also, we must see a bit of the, the announcer, though, which is very funny. Oh, yeah, then like chaos. Like, people are running, the announcer's like, oh, this is very dangerous, but as the announcer, I cannot leave. <laughs> <laughs> which is um, a pretty good energy. Yeah. I said that's probably the best way that you could translate that to get the joke across, I think. <laughs> Because uh, we already had a discussion about how the Japanese works, but it's like it's very stilted and doesn't like make a whole lot of sense. Mm. You're not going to do your literary corner on that. No, I'm not going to. You know what? I don't think I should. I don't think you can bind me. I don't think I can be kept in a box. Okay. I think I'm outside. That Nobody box. puts Simon in a corner. I'm in a Even circle. I'm like a cat. Corner. You draw a chalk it circle to the on the literary ground. circle. It's the literary circle. A circle means something else in Japanese. It means like a group of people who have a common interest. I was going to say, I was going to just equate it to a circle of witches. The literary circle. It would be kind of funny if you're like, yeah. So I'm Simon. I'm 23 years old. I am a uh, sixth year in university. And I'm a 246 year in university. Yeah, I'm I'm a global communication major, you know. Oh my goodness, I forgot the word for witch. It's like majo, I think. Majo sakuru. Yeah, like, no. um, As in, like, ma, meaning magic. uh, Or, like, demon, the character for it. And then jo being woman. Well, you know, that's just a little on the nose. Although it would just be jo, right? Like, it would be like, you know what? We're not going to get into this. That's... Anyone could be a witch. That is true. It's not. It's not a gendered thing. But not for it, little witch academia. Okay. <laughs> and not in Japan. Uh, well, that's Japan's problem. Well, in Japan, if you wanted to make it gender neutral, you would say Maholtsukai, just someone like magic user, ah. basically. Which I'm sure we've had this discussion before. Yeah, on this it podcast. seems vaguely familiar, but I'm also very out of it right now. None so. of this has to do with Jackie Chun. What does have to do with Jackie Chun? He, he's talking about here. He says, I'm the only one who can do this. And it'll take my big beam. And my goodness, he fills up with cum again. He, oh, I knew this is mm, where this is going. It's just his muscles get real big. Why? He inflates like the Michelin man, but, you know, the Arnie version. The Arnie version of the Michelin man? You know, he's a bodybuilding Michelin man. He's a bodybuilding Michelin man. Yeah. He's stay puffed, but like stay ripped. The Michelin man has a glow up. (laughs) Uh, Did you have any thoughts on this section? What is the nature of a beam? (laughs) What is the nature of a beam? It's just a fart that comes out your hands. I don't know, man. I don't have a better answer than that. I also don't think that's correct, but I don't have a better answer than it. Is it beam or wave? Uh, oh, what the, well, Kamehameha kind of doesn't really mean anything, but if you did translate it, it would probably be Turtle Destruction Wave. Cool. So it's some kind of 
something which we've also I think we studied so it's it the a first wave time it beam. so it's some kind of solid light it's like a concussive wave yeah you know it's just a physics wave a physics wave that heart is the same thing as in like denpa for example like an electromagnetic wave okay. um it's the, it's just ha ha means wave but it's also used for um radio wave for microwave for that sort of thing mm. which you can use it for you know because i don't know just because physics is important to our society. Uh, Yamcha... It's actually made out of very, very small turtles. It's made... Every Kamehameha is made up of smaller waves, which are being pushed by turtles. Yeah, that is what Jackie Chan is filling up with. And it's poetic, because the Earth is on the back of a turtle. Mm -hmm. I keep on coming back to Yamcha, and I'm not sure why, and I think it's just because... Because he's sexy as fuck. (laughs) You are allowed to think that. (laughs) I'm not going to disabuse you of this notion. Personally, not into cartoon people. Oh, really? Except for uh, Bulma's... Uh, can we just scroll back to the last three episodes where you've talked about having a crush on Goku? Listen, that is me being Kuririn <laughs> at his age in his scenario and saying if you put himself, yourself into his shoes, is there not a little spark of something? But it's more just like a puppy kind of friend sort of you know thing. You just the overthinking makes us like a worse and b way funnier. At that age, it's kind of like admiration more. You don't really know what it means. <laughs> Stop trying to justify it. <laughs> I'm not justifying. I'm just explaining that actually it's a febophilia. I, <laughs> uh, I am a libertarian candidate for New Zealand Parliament. <laughs> okay, let's move on quickly. Before no, David Seymour catches wind of this. Oh no. Um yeah, Jackie Chan goes well, time to He goes ape. He goes ape. He he swallows up. Yeah. He lets off a giant roping beam. Uh and everybody gets a flash in their eyes. Mm-hmm. This blinding. Very strange. He, uh, Jackie Chan flashes everyone. <laughs> Jackie Chan flashes everybody. Uh, and a, a great beam of light is let out when it disappears after several panels of people being like, Ugh, uh, Goku is gone. And then Kuririn yells out, Goku is dead! Yeah. And then that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. There is and that's the end of the podcast. Of- Good night. <laughs> <laughs> we did one chapter today. The rest of it is talking about our childhood comics that we read on the internet. There is... And TV tropes. And TV tropes. TV tropes. Thick TV tropes. Just blasting tropes out here. Just blasting tropes. <laughs> you ever just blast tropes? What is a beam but a miserable pile of tropes? <laughs> <laughs> Tiny little turtles. Just very, very small turtles. Well, I think that I'm actually... You know ropes. what? I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm I'm sold on that answer. I want I want to get Karen back in the show just to tell him the beams are made out of turtles, just very very small turtles. They move in a wave, but also they're a particle. We're not really sure. <laughs> well, if you observe them, they're not turtles anymore. They're cats. Now we've talked about quantum mechanics on the show before, <laughs> both being experts on the subject. <laughs> That would be a very fun separate podcast. It's just two people with the fucking vaguest grasp of quantum mechanics trying to explain concepts we do not fully understand. That's my life as a white cis male. Yeah. 
unfortunate. Sometimes you say things in a very confident tone and I take your word on it just to find out later that you were just absolutely full of shit. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not trying to say this you is a end fact. it in a question mark or something, man. I just trail off when I'm thinking about something, but I think it just sounds confident, which is a problem. Mm. It's just lies. Well, you know, lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking your clothes off. Is it? It's a Panic at the Disco song. No, I know. But I just had a moment of trying to trying to think about, like, you know, what about a nice brunch? Well, I think it's disproven by the music video, which shows the most fun uh, is having a fish tank head. <laughs> I've never seen a music video for that. Uh, you should. They, they, they all have fish tank, tank heads. Like... Their, their head is in a fish tank, or there's fish in a tank on their head? Their head like is their, in a fish tank. Is there all fish in the fish tank? Are, well, no, they all walk around with their heads in fish tanks. But, like, is, does the fish tank have water, or is it just a tank? It has water. Does yeah. it have fish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, full fish tanks. Full, hardcore fish tanks <laughs> on their heads. <laughs> this is my favorite, like, Pornhub category. <laughs> full, hardcore fish tanks. That's Mental what ETA was looking fish tanks. <laughs> E.T. E. Fish, fish Tank. E.T. <laughs> e. Hardcore. <laughs> I think the worse the impression is, the funnier it is somehow as well. It's under like Swedish E.T. E.T. Hardcore. <laughs> That, I mean, listen, there will be a version of that movie where it is that. Like Portuguese Gremlins? No, I mean, like, the Swedish porn version of it, surely. Oh, no. Of E.T. Swedish porn E.T. There's a divorced mom, a kid, and an alien. It can go in so many directions. To all of our listeners, if you uh, <laughs> in Sweden speak Swedish, if, uh, uh, Swedish in general, if you can think of a pun to do with Swedish E.T. porn... Please send it to us, because we need a title for that. They're all dead of coronavirus. This isn't going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, that's true. They all got the Ronies. You're not making me say that I again. I don't have to say it again. I don't, have to, I don't believe <laughs> I will catch you. in saying Australianisms anymore. <laughs> not since my heart was broken by hungus fungus. <laughs> Actually, no. I think that's an. I think that's just something that I say. I've never I picked heard it up that from before. somewhere. It is, I'm sure is it's. Is it something curiosum. that like your dad says? No, my dad used to do spoonerisms. Mm-hmm. That's just a generic dad thing. Yeah, I think. and he would have different names for things. Like a rubber spatula was a rubber scraper and stuff like that. Or like he called my sister Muffly or Muffly Woofler. You did the the wrong one of that, but I think that's for the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> My dad used to call butterflies flutterbys. That's a nice version of that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, no, I wasn't doing the spoonerism one. I was just saying his alternate names for things. Although he did oh. do a spoonerism where he said scrubber raper. Yeah, okay. That's, I thought you were um, just going for No, I mean, it's like brushing your teeth, thing. brushing your maunchlies. Your maunchlies. Yeah, that's something he used to say. I didn't question any of the stuff growing up either because it was normal for me. He was like raised in a cult. The alternate <laughs> words for things. I guess so. <laughs> But he just thought I'm it was trying very to alienate funny. you from other humans by teaching you the wrong thing. It's, this is the teaching your child Gore Carmelay thing. <laughs> it's not that he would like it was said in a joking way, like I mean, are you going to brush your mantelies like this? Um, and uh, he had different names for us as the children, and I only now realise it's because he didn't know our real names. 
Do you know one time he was asking me over to go visit him in China and he had to get the visa sorted and all that stuff. Or like from his end, he has to get the government approval or I think I understand it, something like that. And he asked me, what my, he asked me to confirm my full name. Hmm. I thought you named me, you're my parent. You've got a lot of siblings. I guess after a while you could have some doubt as to which middle name is which. Dad would be true i think if i didn't have the lived experience of seeing them be born and then mm. you know naming them and all that sort of stuff because they happen at a different time in your life and that's kind of a, a clear that's thing true. i don't remember being born so <laughs> i can have an excuse if i don't remember my name i think but i don't I, think your 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 memory of your name starts from being born it's not like you, know, you they, they you just pop out they show you the birth certificate and they're like don't forget that yeah, name and gender the two <laughs> things that you're born with and remember from birth that never change anyway <laughs> we're going to um you know and uh that in your eyes they, they do i know there used to be like this urban legend that like it doesn't matter you can't just tease me with an urban legend and then just just breeze right by that it was just the idea that your eyes are the same size from birth and that's why babies have oh. such big eyes which isn't true i think they grow like this probably the smallest amount of any body part but it's like 3.25 times or something like that yeah no eyes definitely like grow have you seen big. a baby yes. their heads are fucking tiny they would look like an anime character if they had they like golf ball eyes and they look like squishy little baby heads yeah it's ridiculous. Be even funnier on premature babies that look like E.T. E.T. Preemie. I was wondering how you're going to do premature. And, uh, that's, that's the shortening. That's the shortening. Premie, usually people say. This is a Dragon Ball podcast. Yeah, fucking hell, we're so off topic. Uh, the next chapter is chapter 52. What happens in chapter 52? Well, there's blasting that turtle beams the turtle ropes um (laughs) jackie chun who is definitely not turtle rave hermit i would like to reiterate this Mm -hmm. that is slander Mm -hmm. he is confirmed not Uh, (laughs) the man with a very real name jackie chun (laughs) at any rate he's jacked he's puffed up he lets it all no, out. He already his hands. did his beam. We already told yeah. him about that. But he. Everybody's eyes are flashed. Was, Everyone's like, does, what happened? The rubble's there. As you like, said. You see him afterwards and he's skinny and old again. And like, yeah. I want to know what the process is for that. Like, does he just deflate like a balloon? Like, does, We have covered this so many just, times. He jacks himself up uh, by filling his body up with calm. Okay, they, you know what? Fine. Having kept the Volsal pledge gonna, as a we're warrior. We're going to just keep going with that. The one. beams are him shooting ropes out. Okay. Okay. That's what the beams are. Okay. It goes back to old man skin and bones, Paul Pot victim body. Ooh. You know? That's, that went somewhere dark. Command hook, hand hook. Genocide. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. We recovered this one. Um, <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. I don't... The, mm. <laughs> Look, everyone's very distressed, especially Kuroda, who thinks his best friend is dead. Yeah, it's almost Um, like... And so, like, you know, a a hush falls over the fucking crowd. Everyone's like, what? He's gone. Kuroda's like, Goku's dead. Give him back. How could you do this? And then they like, well, Jackie Chun's like, well, he's over there. Mm. And they look, and he's not dead. He's just small again. And they can see, like, he's... Like naked and curled up, and there's just his butt. Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. Could and it in looks, unconscious. Looks at me and goes, that tail, yeah. Goku. 
That's Goku's ass. It's Ketsu, which is more like ass. No, it's translated as butt in all of the ones. This media lies. Well, I'm sorry. This is the the one that you told me to read. Listen, Oshiri is butt or bum, right? Mm -hmm. It's the polite version of it. Okay. Ketsu is ass. Is butt a polite version? Yes, it's more polite than ass. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, comparatively. That's it. In fact, oh, the funniest part is that shitty means ass, right? But oshiri is the honorific version of it. And it's the most commonly said. <laughs> Your honor? Your honorific butt. <laughs> That's very fun. I like that. It is. It's like just like tea and just like your meal. Gohan. Mm-hmm. We have... Gohan. No, we have covered that Gohan means meal, right? At some point, I think. Yeah, okay, good. I know they're all food names. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't it's know anymore. Funny. I don't know anymore. Goku's Ooh. alive. Goku's uh, alive. He is. Um, Jackie Chan's like, start yeah. the count. Start the count. He's unconscious. The announcer starts, but Goku gets out. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, oh. Goku's out for like a fucking whole minute as well. By the time he starts the count, he wakes up and sort of like staggers to his feet and he's like, what? Why am I naked? Yeah. Of course, the reason why he's able to get up is because in that intermediary time they have a conversation wherein mm. they're sort of like, what happened if you didn't kill him? What did you do? Oh, shit, yeah. Well, I and thought he woke up before that. The yeah. biggest twist. <laughs> Damn it, we're leading to this really badly. I thought that he stood up like before that and they're like, well, how is, it, how is he alive? I, he, you blasted him with your giant beam because everyone thought he was going to like kill him. And Jackie Chan's like, I didn't, I didn't blast Goku. I didn't destroy Goku. I destroyed the moon. <laughs> My God, you did not predict this. I would I, not have predicted this. I don't think anyone could have predicted this. They, How are we going to deal with this situation? Hmm, let's just blow up the fucking moon. They did surgery on a grave. They destroyed the moon. What about the tides? I have a lot of questions about this. This is Please the biggest fucking collateral damage from from the dumbest tournament. It was, Jackie Chan could have like hit him with so much more power at any point. Does he have just like a threshold like beyond which he has to have like moon destroying levels of power? He the moon's just gone, really like, weak in this. It's a just a weak moon. It's just a weak moon. It's so far away. Could he not have gone like halfway and just knocked Goku out of the ring? Okay, the moon is a really weird part of the Dragon World, and we've established this because well, not anymore. Goku put rabbits on the moon. Oh, those poor rabbits! They're all dead now. The rabbit gang was just murdered. The rabbit gang was vaporized <laughs> by Jackie Chun in canon. <laughs> Jackie Chun, Jackie Chun just killed like fucking. Like three dudes. He just, just, just. How many people does it count? Do do you need for it to be a mass murder? Well, for a mass shooting, at least three. Uh, minimum three. Sorry, minimum three. it three was three. More. It was three. It was, three on it was a mass shooting. I mean, I guess they might have like suffocated or starved. You no, know, they were working to make you mochi on the moon. Oh, so yeah, clearly, they, they could survive. So the moon has an atmosphere in this show, but also Jackie Chun just murdered just people. Killed three people. Blocked people. I didn't even think of that. I compl- I was I was so sideswiped by the fact that he blew up the moon that I didn't even like scan that far back in my memory as to like what that entails. But yeah, it was like a, the gravitational pull of the moon just like loosed in that moment. Does everything just flood? 
Like the the tide's just going fucking crazy. He's messed with the natural order this of things. This is like that. unnecessary. This is the time machine two thousand and two, <laughs> when the moon crashes down onto the earth. I that happens on the time machine two thousand and two. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember it that. like come, starts coming towards the earth and stuff, and then it collapses onto it, and that's why you know time. It's it's why human civilization restarts. Oh, okay. With the Eloy and the, the Elon Musk's. What are they called? Morlocks. The Morlocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, but I know the what they're called. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot. There's a lot. Of, there's there are a no lot more tides. There, there will be at least like ten famines on different continents yeah. caused by Jackie Chun. He well, will that, have created like, mass murder. And that's genocide. not even like anyone's first thought. Like they're all worried about like they can't eat moon candy anymore or fucking whatever. Like that's the main concern of these people. That just that just says a lot about like the the society of the Dragon Ball world is that they're so caught up in their gladiatorial nonsense and their their moon candies and their festivals that they have that no no time to think of like a the people of other of other places like Namu's starving Namu. Yeah, like dehydrated family back in, in the ways. Like they could have like true equality in this universe. Everyone could have their fucking Nang water pods and yet they do not. And they don't even take a moment to think of the fucking moon being blown up. Aside from like, oh no, the wolfman won't turn into a wolf anymore. Which like also raises the question, like, that exists in the Dragon Ball universe? But everyone was like so fucking confused about Goku turning into a monkey when he sees the moon, but the wolfman is a thing. And that's that's not a weird thing for them. They all know about the Wolfman. That's a regular situation. Why is Goku turning into a monkey a strange thing to these people? You think they they could apply the concept of the Wolfman to like, oh, he, it's like the Wolfman, but a monkey. Well, you know what? That's fine. We'll just... <laughs> these people are just the, the worst. The... What if your dog was a Wolfman <laughs> and your friend blew up the moon? Just the, the, they blew up the moon. Jackie Chun blew up the moon. They did blowing up on a moon. If you had to choose between one person or the moon, the needs of the many and the needs of the few. Yeah, this is the answer to Star Trek. This is like one of those those weird like. This could be like a sci-fi from back in the day when people didn't know how <laughs> shit worked and they were like, we had this like humanitarian, like philosophical dilemma. Like, do you kill a guy if he's going to like maybe kill other guys, but you know that he's secretly innocent on the inside and it's just a child? Like, what is the solution? It's a trick question. The solution is to blow up the moon. It's like, no, you just m- killed fucking A, three dudes immediately and B, like <laughs> millions of people this is the and a- animals. As the consequence of this. Fuck you. Fuck you, Toriyama, for making me think about these things. Fuck you for getting me on this podcast. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. Dragon Ball is fake. And and, and I I, I don't don't know. This is an incredible manga. (laughs) This is the answer to the trolley problem with multi-track drifting. Yes, this is the the multi-track drifting trolley problem. That's what I was trying to get at. That's exactly what it is. This it was is like, so- oh, you can kill one guy by changing the tracks or five guys by not making a decision. Let's just get both of them at once. <laughs> but what if we drive Smoke over the five it. guys and, like, while we're going that way, let's just shoot the other guy? What if we just, like, cause a landslide onto the tracks to stop the trolley? 
What if we kept it going right? What if we put NOS on the back so that it could go through those five guys and go straight into the next town? What if your mum was a trolley problem? <laughs> what if your mum was... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> what if your mum was E.T.? And that E.T. was a sex pervert? <laughs> what if your mum was hot? <laughs> what then? Black mirror. What if your hot mum was E.T.'s sex pervert? <laughs> Holding up a mirror to society. <laughs> what if Shakespeare was a rapper? <laughs> oh, that's a fresh new idea. Someone should really do that. Maybe they should do, like, updated Shakespeare. That'd be original. Anyway, so Goku's alive. Goku's alive. He... And the tournament's not over despite the fucking tragic circumstances of the moon no longer existing. The tournament is cancelled due to humanity is over. Yeah. You think that they'll take a moment to be like, okay, so we had potentially, like, a lot of people injured and, like, some loss of life in this tournament. Also, the fucking moon just got <laughs> blown up. Can we put a hold on this for five minutes? You you know what? You both win. Who gives a fuck? Nobody wins. Just take the money. Just throw it away. The, I'm gonna go say goodbye to my family the moon got blown up we're fucked okay we need to move on Goku. <laughs> i'm gonna keep looping back around to this it's blowing my mind i tried to skim it somehow it's subconsciously quite a twist. it is quite a twist and he presents it but yeah no they, they they continue on with the Goku tournament they're like well Goku he's... stood up before yep. the count was finished so i guess uh that means we keep going with uh whatever punchy kickies we were up to it he takes point. on a battle pose Goku and Jackie mm-hmm. Chun against each other and then everyone starts laughing because Goku is naked and we thought that we could make an episode without Goku penis and the answer was we could not we couldn't we got to see Goku's dick quite uh, I guess close up in this I like that from multiple angles from behind <laughs> you still see his ball sack like Toriyama took the time to draw that one in he's like we're not having a Geralt do, model do without the genitals he was going models. for like accuracy or do you think it just amused him to do that I think the fact that the crowd is laughing meant that he thought it was the funniest thing in the world mm. I love being a comic artist and having the ability to create characters to laugh at your jokes for you just the validation of that. Gekan Shoujo Nozaki Kun deals with this, where he's like, how do you tell that a character, like, how do you show that a girl is cool when, like, all the other female characters <laughs> are also well-dressed? And he's like, you just have the mod characters be like, she's so, or shout out, she's so fashionable. She's so, like, you know, whatever it is. And then Sakura reads and she's like, wow, she really does seem fashionable. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you can take it too far. The dark side of manga art. <laughs> when you draw... A naked child doing kung fu and everyone's <laughs> laughing and that just balls out. Yep. Anyway, Kuririn goes, you can have my gi. And I'm sure that he is um, smarting from the fact that, you know, Goku just has to dress now. But, you know, actually, I bet Kuririn is not dealing well with it. I th- he th- he's too young. I think he's embarrassed by it, you know? <laughs> and he's like, here, have my clothes. And he still took his monk clothing with him. So Kuririn is Well, yeah, you've got to have a change of clothes for after you're fighting people. You he already had the like, zoot suit. You're like, all sweaty in your gi. That was for travel. That was for the airport. Yeah. So he's prepared. He's got the... They're going on a multiple day trip. They're not going to bring one outfit. If you think Goku has any other clothes? Goku is an exception. Goku ate my family. Goku is <laughs> fucking feral. <laughs> if you have any information about your family's whereabouts, call 099-GOKU-ATE-MY-FAMILY. <laughs> Please 
if you have any information. <laughs> he, it's I, this is that's why I hate him. It's it's tragic. They made a they made a charity in my name. My family was eaten by a boy in a, an orange key. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we take a moment to to step aside and have Goku put clothes on. Kuririn change back into his monk clothes. They have a brief conversation yeah. where Kuririn's like, "Oh shit, I didn't know you could turn into a monster." Uh, what the fuck was that? It's like and Goku, Goku's you like, are a what? beast in the. In the beast, you're a beast. She's a beast in the beast. Yeah. You gotta, you, you gotta commit to this battle. You gotta let it die. You gotta pick one of those two. I'm just gonna let it you hang there like Goku's. Sorry. Please move on. No, you can do it. I don't want to say these things. You know, yeah, maybe you should uh, develop a filter <laughs> at some point. Uh, uh, uh Yeah, he, he says that you, you know. That's a wild technique. You have their partner turn her into a beast like that. And then Goku is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he goes, hmm, well, I guess it's not going to happen anymore. We don't really need to talk about it kind of thing. And then Goku's like, hmm, what a weird guy. Yeah, Goku's like perplexed, but also not curious at all. Well, he's, he's just a fundamentally like, incurious person, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's just a blunt force instrument. Unless, I think what he also thinks is he would probably assume that Kudenian is talking about his, like, feral dog kind of uh, technique. Maybe, but also he did just wake up naked with kind of, and everything's been smashed up, and he's like, meh. Well, you know what? This happens all the time to him. Yeah, that's true. He but must just dissociate when he's at a party and he's, like, taken too much and he just, like, wakes up somewhere <laughs> and he's like, oh, that happened again. <laughs> he's not curious about it all. And everyone's like, you were a beast last night, man. Holy shit. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. You're a weird guy. Yeah, that's plausible. Um, but the, I, I, when I read this, but I thought for a minute that it was going to go in a different direction. The because the whole, there was a the whole thing with, like, earlier in the comic where he was talking about how his granddad was killed by the mo- the moon monster. Yeah. Um, uh, which he was obviously very upset about, and everyone made a point not to tell him it was him. So yeah. I was like, oh, shit, Karim's just, like let the cat out of the bag here but also he who just so hardcore does not give a fuck that yeah. it, it is meaningless yeah it doesn't matter at all you probably could just tell him that he killed his own grandpa by accident or on purpose as a monster and he'd just be like you know what whatever i think he would care but i think he's he's I not gonna connect he the would dots care for about five fucking seconds no he really does care about his grandpa he actually that's true. he needed he's searching you know he wanted to go look for the ball and then but mm. he wanted to train and stuff like that first yeah so like he cares about having the memento of his grandfather with him and he goes mm. he mentions him a lot he's like my grandpa told me this technique and things like that so mm. he clearly uh, he has something that he cares about in this yeah. world but i think this is like a great example of like goku's particular brand of stupidity is that he's it's not that he lacks the processing power to figure anything out he's incurious he about anything except for fighting doesn't care yeah. about anything yeah. there's, there's just he's a just a blank brick wall. Yeah. It's it's interesting because I think a lot of intelligence is something that you cultivate and develop by being curious. Yeah. Right. 
curiosity leads that through that and so the reason why goku is stupid is nothing to do with like a particular kind of faculty because he's a well, later on they'll be like he's a genius at fighting and stuff like that as if he's like you know born with it or something but it's mm-hmm. the thing that he's curious about is fighting and developing technique for that and you know getting better at it and getting strong and meeting other people and he just wants to like his only his only way of understanding other human beings is through the fight mm-hmm. his life is the fight and, you know, he doesn't even have to have the Volsel Pledge because he has no thoughts of anything except for the fight. Yeah. You know. Which is kind of just a little dark. I guess. Yeah. But he's also, he's never meant to be, I think, a hero as a protagonist. He kind of is. But at the same time, he is what Toriyama talks about, the poison that slips in and out of sight. That's kind of what he means, right? And that wide interview is... The idea that Goku isn't some Superman figure. Mm. He's just a person who we follow who, like, has a monomania. Mm. And his monomania is fighting. Yeah. And so we can go along with him and he's kind of vaguely pure-hearted in a way in that everything that he does, it turns out mostly for the good. Mm. But it just kind of happens that way. and he gets, It's just luck. But his, his but blankness he, but means I mean, that like, other people who yeah. have insecurities, like Bulma and Yamcha, project themselves onto him and can relate to him in a weird way. They're all like wanting to be around this person who has no sense of shame, but also no sense of curiosity because they're just like, what's this deal? And by the time they realize it, they've become part of his entourage. Mm. He draws people to him. The reason why Goku is a magnet as a person is because yeah, he's a black hole. Goku is a black hole that ate my family. (laughs) 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 They were in space. We don't talk about it. Um, Don't leave me, Murph. (laughs) Don't let me leave. Yeah. But, I mean, like, he's portrayed as being, like, an innocent kind of character. Yeah. And, like, in that he can ride contour and stuff, but it's not... He's the only person who has yeah. escaped and evaded original sin through mm. not having any curiosity about anything in the world. He doesn't have the human condition. Yeah. He is the only character... He's the only person on Earth without the human condition. I guess. The human condition? The, the idea that you would be curious about the world and the surrounding, the reason why yeah. we we want to go to the moon until it got blown up, right? <laughs> it's not moon anymore. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. I, I've, I've, I've heard the term the human condition before, but I, I've heard it used to describe like 4,000 different things. Yeah. I don't know if there's like a clear idea of like what it's supposed to be or if people just use it like interchangeably. For I guess it's not really true, but the, like there's universal. one thing that I've found um, that's parallel across all people is that all people have like a form of creativity, even if it's just like making sentences and that's just like wanting to explore in a weird way and it can be like the most in the most narrow way or the thing that i don't understand but everybody does it and everybody has it Mm. everybody has a sense of curiosity in some way and goku does not yeah i think that's kind of like a weird like worldview to even start unpacking it's just like viewing i guess like pure heartedness or innocence is just a lack of information or a lack of desire for information this could not work as a serious character the only reason this works is because it's comedy Mm. you know yeah it would be very strange to have a flat character with no arcs or anything like that who just kind of meanders through life. But he's a way of encountering other people in situations. Yeah, I mean, I've seen other I've, I've seen other things where that's you know that sort of character is used as a vessel for character development for like other characters. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that you know. But usually it's yeah. someone villain like the Joker or something. <laughs> I guess. Forces of nature: the Joker, Goku. Yeah. Goku is a hurricane. Goku is a black hole. 
<laughs> that ate my family. <laughs> Goku ate my family. My family was eaten by a black hole. <laughs> what if Goku was a black hole who ate family? <laughs> what if Goku ate your mum? Goku porn. <laughs> so, what happens next in the chapter? Um, I think we've already pretty much moved on to chapter 53. Yeah, what are we up to? They just... They get told they have to fight again. Um, they start fighting again. Uh, Jackie Chan tries to yeah. do another Kamehameha. He can't do it. He's out of juice. Yeah. He just does a little, like, boop. And there's, you know, not enough turtles in there I anymore. agree with the fire theory the at this tur- point. <laughs> the turtle tank is empty. Um, and Goku's like, ha, that means that you can't use your power to blast yourself back into the ring if I knock you out. And so he just does mm. a larger Kamehameha at him. Jack Chan's knocked out of the ring. Why does the larger Kamehameha simply not eat the smaller Kamehameha? <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, he, it looks like he's out. Everyone goes, hey, Goku's won. Yeah, and then the we Goku won, and there's like, the no, 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 no. Look at my feet. <laughs> everyone, everyone, take a moment and look at my feet. Everybody, we're about to make a wicked feet entry. <laughs> These are the strongest toes this side of <laughs> Cancun. Yeah. And after being blasted into the air on his descent, Jackie Chan has done a wild kick at the side of the ring <laughs> and embedded one foot into the stone, which must have been very painful for him. But he's also it's a very it is a very funny panel because he's like in kind of a squat, like horse dance position with like one yeah. foot stuck into the the, uh, the 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 edge of the ring. One foot, you only got one Just chance to foot. Just this intense, like, con- concentration on his face. This opportunity only comes once in a foot time. <laughs> so he he does that, and the announcer's like, well, he's, they've got a point, he's, he's in, he's still in, and then he jumps back on, clambers back over, mm-hmm. And I mean, Goku could have walked up and just pushed him off at that point, but he didn't. Yeah. He done. Um, and he Jackie Chan points out, we've both got no energy left. Mm. Now it's down to the duel of the fates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be in your head for the rest of the night. Oh, God, no, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, well, you know, real martial artists should just use fight with their bodies. That way the strongest one will come out on top oh that's such a no and also he he does say it. he's being sneaky he says in his head is gambit he's like one of us has a longer body than the other <laughs> no, he use my long legs to my advantage yeah mm. i love i i've forgotten actually a lot of the instances where it happens but jackie chun uses a lot of really higher level language and a lot of quite beautiful literary language at points even though he's got kind of an old man not a dialect but an old man way of speaking and one of them is tarumono which is a really nice point which kind of means like you can't really translate it into english but it kind of means like whatever the preceding thing is you usually just kind of have a noun and then that thing tarumono is like you follow it up with like something that contains a thing that it ought to be so you could say like use it with teacher and be like a teacher always does whatever it is, you know, raises and properly cultivates in students a sense of self-worth or something like that. It's like a way that you could use it. It's something that doesn't really translate into English because mm. you can't directly say the word means this. It's just a grammatical thing which suggests that the thing itself pertains to ide- the ideal of the whatever follows okay. or whatever it is. And he says, like, you know... The highest ideal of this tournament is what happened, which is that it was a fight of this kind of caliber. 
you know, of this excitement that this drama kind of happened and that people are pushed to their absolute limits. Mm -hmm. This is what it's about. It's not a real martial arts tournament unless you blow up the moon. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy that that is not the thing that I remember about this chapter. (laughs) There's so much that happens that is nowhere near to that height, but we gloss over it, Mm. you know, in a way. You forgot that Jackie Chan murdered three guys. Jackie Chan murdered rabbits. Yeah. Who were probably breeding on the moon, because that's what rabbits do. I thought two of them weren't rabbits. Only one of them was a rabbit, and two of them were in, like, rabbit BDSM outfits. (sighs) That's the only way of putting it. They were a gang? Okay. (laughs) It's cool when a gang does it. It's not sexual. They're like a Mad Max gang. (laughs) Gone gang, gone wrong. Um, They're like a Mad Max to the Road Warrior gang. (laughs) Everyone's just wearing fetish gear. They just are. They're just roaming the desert wearing fetish gear, which I think George Miller just was really a prophet, and he was just predicting Burning Man. At any rate, uh, what happens is they do a flying kick towards each other. We see this action. It takes like a whole chapter. Oh, yeah. It's a whole chapter of one kick. What Toriyama made fun of earlier with him and Kuririn, Jackie Jun and Kuririn being like, and then we did this, and then I did this, and there was a flying kick. This happens for real, and it's played seriously this time, which is a bold choice as a writer to make. You make fun of a trope, and then you play it unironically. And I kind of... I kind of respect I bought that, into actually. it, and I believed it. Yeah. I was looking, and I was like, they both hit at the same time. What's going to happen? I've read it before. I know what happens. What's going to happen? And then, of course... They're both out for the count. Yeah. And the announcer says... They're back. They're still in the ring. They're, they're lying down. The, the announcer is clearly making up the rules <laughs> as he goes. He did say he was the ref as well. I like to believe that this is just some guy. And he just decided to, like, host this tournament, like, in his back courtyard of his, like... I mean, no, because there's the monk dog. But he walked he onto... He was a special the, guest. He, he walked onto the stage. That could be anyone. And he... They handed him the microphone, and he was like, oh, I'm the announcer now. And then he starts talking. What, the guy or the dog? The, the guy, not the dog. Yeah, the dog didn't start talking. He just uh, he just barked. <laughs> Which was a good joke. Um, I, well, I guess like, maybe they just didn't give the guy a brief. They're like, you're the referee and also the announcer, so like you can't leave. What do they have on this guy that he can't leave when like <laughs> one of the contestants turns into a giant monkey? It's a sense of duty. It is? Japan, sense of duty. Okay. That's all it's about. That's all it's about. He's the fucking captain of the Titanic in oh, this yeah. situation. Oh, no, he's in the string quartet. He's better than the captain. He's like, I will play <laughs> nearer my god to thee while an ape crushes me with his fist and the moon comes crashing down on top of this place. You know what? He's just doing his best. We stand. We stand. Hey, hey. Oh, that hasn't come up for a while. That's one for the bingo. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> he says that, of course. And uh, he he's making up the rules as he goes along because he's like, okay, whoever gets up, because he counts to 10 and neither of them have got up, right? And mm. he goes, whoever gets up first and says the words, I don't know, how. what does the English translation say? Uh, it's like, I won, basically. Yes, I did it. Yes, I won it, or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm able to say this, so I won, or something like that. Yeah, whoever can give me a big smile and say, yes, I won it, is the winner of this competition, because let's face it, this has been a rough day. I want to go home and get very drunk. Yeah, there are some that's very true. He he 100% sits at home in a bathrobe with, like, you know, the pedicure um, comb between his feet mm-hmm. with a glass of wine and he's, he's watching not, Drag Race. He's not getting a pedicure. He he's keeps... not painting his toenails. He just has the comb between his toes. Oh, he just likes the feeling he of just them likes being to spread. spread him toes yeah. out. 
This is a feed <laughs> podcast. And he's, he still keeps the gla- sunglasses on, but he's watching Drag Race on the, the old CRT. He's monitor. actually blind. It was an interesting choice of referee slash announcer. I don't know why. He's, he just likes hearing the words Miss Banjie. Miss <laughs> Banjie. Miss Banjie. I would say Miss Banjo because we're still going with the banjo. I point, should point out, I own a banjo and uh, she's called Miss Banjo. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, um... We stan. Stan. Uh, he, he says, yeah, whoever could do that. Goku gets up. Everyone is excited. They have bated breath. He says... <laughs> he says... He almost says it and then he gets to the last syllable and then he falls backwards. Yeah. He's he like, yes, I did. Straight the ground. Jackie Chun gets up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Goku gave like a big smile, but it was like a teeth smile. And you were like, this is a monster creature. It was a grimace. Yeah. And then Jackie Chun just, gets up. He's got low energy. You can really see through to the nothingness of Low energy, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chun gets up. <laughs> yeah. It just derails. He jumps to ones. Foot and then smiles, Nico Nico, and he goes, so he's nyari. He says, "You know, I can, I did it, I won, and so I won this by saying I won it, which is a good example for me of the philosophical concept of performativity. That there are words that you do as you say, like saying I will or I do at a wedding. It's not merely words themselves which are communicating, but the words do as you say them. A mm-hmm. concept which we can apply, and Judith Butler did do this in Gender Trouble, the 1990s seminal author, uh, sorry, authorial work on sex and gender and um, gender performativity in philosophy. And people do that, you know, when you dress a certain way, you do gender. You're not just kind of signaling that it is, it's that you construct and create it as you do it by presenting the signs for it in the same way that language is created uh, from signs, right, in Ferdinand de Saussure's mm-hmm. sense. So what we I think is that. interesting about Goku and, um, and Ko doing it is that when they say this, it is another example of that sort of thing. The martial artist not only says or expresses the code or what it means to have the essence of a martial artist, but they become and construct themselves and the self as martial artist as they do, and they do as they say. So the discursive property and the discursive formations and rituals of saying as a martial artist are what construct the notion of the martial artist themselves. And this is not a referent to something which is in prior existence. There's no platonic ideal of the martial artist which someone is referring to when they say, I am a martial artist. It's that the martial artist is created upon the saying, I did it, so I won. Mm-hmm. And that has been postmodernism. Yep, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just signs all the way down. The Jackie Jin has got up and he's won. And that's the end. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to know, with Dragon Predictions... Uh, no, we've already gone through that you didn't expect the moon, but what happens from here? This is... The fight's over. I gave... Uh, I gave predictions for what I thought would happen after the fight already in one of the previous episodes. Okay, what do you think immediately happens after? What happens next chapter? What, what, what else happened at the rest of the end of that one? The... Goku asks if he can fight Jackie Chun again yeah. after he's gone and trained a bit. Yeah, that's kind of a sweet thing. He goes, if I train some more, can we fight again? He's like, sure, kid. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know right at the end of the next chapter, the silent, I mean, the end of the song, the silent. So I, I actually don't have, I don't know if I have a prediction. I mm. think the moon threw me off so much. I'm still like reeling from that. I don't think I can really like come up with any yeah. new theories for anything immediate. Okay, but you might have a clear idea of the general arc of what's going to happen mm-hmm. going forward that's different to before. Do you have the same predictions that you had before? I think Goku's going to like obsess over training to be able to beat Jackie Chan, I guess. Okay. Which is exactly what the plan was. Mm-hmm. That's what Turtle Rave Granddaddy wanted all along. He does have a nice thing where he says, um, well, the English version is better. I read it because I wanted to know how they translated it, mm-hmm. where he goes, like, I'm proud of you, kid. It's just that I had longer legs than you and I could kick deeper. Mm. Um, nothing personnel, kid. Just I can stretch in deeper than you can. Um, it's just biology. And then he's he's like, um, but uh, you're the person who's come closest or something like that mm. to toppling the king from the throne. Yeah, I don't think he says that. I think he thinks that, though. Yeah, no, he thinks that. Yeah, he's um, like, wow, that was uh, disturbingly close. I had to blow up the moon to get out of that one. But uh, in the Japanese, he's like, you're the first person who's come this close to... I don't think he says necessarily to anything. I think he just says, like, you're the first person who has come this close. But mm. I don't think he says anything about being proud of him, and I don't remember that. Mm. Which is why the English was kind of interesting, because it was a little, slightly more wholesome. Mm. I'm not sure if the one that I read said he was proud of him. I think it was just, like, good job or something. At any rate, um, that's been the end of the episode. Yeah, Any parting was... thoughts about the moon? Actually, no, we shouldn't get you on another one. I rant. just... I could go on about the moon for a very long time. And we shouldn't. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. Alrighty. Alright. This has been <laughs> Gohan or Go Home. Thank you very much for staying along with us. We do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gohan or Go Home. And... I think that's about it. We would like you for you to support us. We've got a license for that. Would, T- ET6 Pervert. I would, like, <laughs> I would like to see it. ET6 Pervert. Uh, Kaki Tiano. And a very good evening indeed.